All right, y'all, it's spring, and you know what that means. It's time to start planning our summer festival traveling. Yep, it's time to get into my Airbnb bag cross-country, a.k.a. uh, time to visit my homes all across the country. And you know what I never think about? Why not list my own spot on Airbnb and host some folks at my house? I mean, my house is cute. Yes, let's make money while we're spending money. Just trying to help you out, man, because your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Quest Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. This is QLS Classic from August 16th, 2017 with the diabolical Biz Marquis. Hey, you love the biz. I love the biz. We all love the biz. Most importantly, we love business tall tales. No one has stories like Biz Marquis, whether they happen or didn't. In his world, they happen. Uh, this is definitely one for the record books. Hilarious episode of QLS Classic with Biz Marquis. Enjoy. What's this, like an NWA <laughs> record? Hey, like yo, Trey, turn my levels up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll call. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll call. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll call. Suprema. So Bob James Bell is Mardi Gras. Yeah. Biz claims the song. Yeah. Survey says. Yeah. My name is Fonte. Yeah. I like to ball. Yeah. Because my house yeah. is the Abbey Square Mall. Roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. My name is Sugar. Yeah. With Biz Marquis. Yeah. And this is Roll Call. Yeah. Nobody beats me. Roll Call. <laughs> Suprema. Suprema Roll Call. Suprema. Suprema Roll Call. I'm unpaid bill. Yeah. Rip raps to do. Yeah. Shout out to Biz Marquis. Yeah. Men in Black too. Roll Call. <laughs> Suprema. Suprema Roll Call. Suprema. Bill, I am. Yeah. Not a Republican. Yeah. I just wanted to say. Yeah. Fuck Gilbert O'Sullivan. Roll call. Yeah. Suprema. Yeah. Su- 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 Suprema. Roll call. 
Suprema, Suprema roll call. Oh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. About this paper. Yeah. Y'all better watch out. <laughs> Slow yeah. down. Before y'all get them vapors. Roll call. Suprema. You landed on time. Suprema roll call. There was turbulence in the Suprema, middle verse. Suprema roll call. I am the Amazon. Yeah. I'm with the sugars. Yeah. And what I do? Yeah. I'm picking boogers. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Suprema. Suprema roll call. Yeah. Wow. Bass gets an A plus for his verse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Questlove Supreme, only on Pandora. I am Questlove with me. Team Supreme, yeah. we got uh, Fontigolo yeah. in the place. Uh, Tig Tig, I gotta go old school with the names, but with the double names. Oh yeah, Tig Tig, yeah, yeah. Tig Tig, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that's really cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. We got uh, unpaid bill. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm great. You're great. I'm fucking excited. You're fucking excited. Bismarcky's here. Of course, of course man. he is. Sugar Steve, you, you doing better? I'm great, man. I'm great. How great are you? Average grade. <laughs> Not 100%. Medium grade. Medium. <laughs> medium grade. Extra medium. And we got uh, Boss Bill in the place to be. What's up? How you doing? And uh, Laia. Yep, show is. A.K.A. Margaret. And our guest today, ladies and gentlemen, is probably, probably next to LL Cool J, one of the timeless figures in hip-hop culture that has transcended decades. Uh, it's never going stale. Always, uh, you know, around doing stuff, and and it's, I mean, you can call him a pioneer, you can call him an innovator, you can call him a, a, a pop culture collector historian. Uh, you could call him everything, but most importantly, the you got to call him the diabolical. This <laughs> <laughs> Marquis, welcome to Quest Love Supreme. Yeah, Quest, what's up? What's up? What's yeah. up, Quest? <laughs> You know, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm here with you, son. Biz, I don't ever recall you doing an in-depth interview ever. Like, it's like we all know you. You're ubiquitous. You're everywhere. But I don't know if we really know your story. I mean, to the to the level that we should know it. But I do know that everyone that speaks of you that I work with, and I've worked with everyone has the the highest level of respect for your you know your your contribution and 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 all your knowledge of of hip hop so thank you for for doing the show with us today oh come on you know i couldn't let turn it down you know? all right so before we start your story we we got to get to the elephant in the room just admit it, Biz. There is no Bella's mic. <laughs> yes, there is. Wait, Biz. It's no, just, no. I, listen to me. Listen, look, can, can I explain? <laughs> Wait, before we do, Lai, do you know? I have no. I, no. I okay. Know, See, I, I always have to ask Lai first, and then I know okay, if the general to, public knows. Nah, nah, but every, wait, let me explain. Let me explain the the premise of it. Biz has inadvertently created uh, pop culture collectors in all of us. I'll say that the very first person that I've ever heard of buying out factories, uh, buying additional houses for <laughs> their collections of, be it toys, dolls, 
board games, uh, clothes, old videotapes, old movies, records, 45s, old machine like the basically what my house is now like yeah i was about to say this. the black version of the 40 year old virgin so he's to blame for yes he's for yes. all your crap yes okay. business, for <laughs> yes all the stuff that we've had to rummage through business business to blame you're the for reason it. he has that you're the reason he has 18 storage units right now yeah, all along the pretty East Coast. much. But I mean, there's a bunch of us. But the thing is, yeah, is that I'm like the first with that. It starts with <laughs> it starts with Biz claiming that there's a record out there that we all turn the earth over for and never seem to find, and only Biz quote has it. So now can take I me speak to the Mardi Gras? Yes. Now, now, name the record. Take me to the record. Take me to the Mardi Gras. Now, every oh, you record, you're a recorder. Yeah. You record the records, right? Of course. Now, when you went to mastering, mm-hmm. have you ever had a record that was mastered that you didn't want because it was it was the wrong sound or something wasn't right? Yes. Uh, yeah, I, I've. No, no. You know what? Yes. Okay. There's an original version of Michael Jackson's "Off the Wall" that does not have the hand claps and rock with you that I later found out that was. Now they got to make the music the same way. Okay. Where it's no. It's no bells. It's just the drums with the shakers. Okay. We scrapped that. There was only a. There was only. So you say thirty-five. Some... Thir- there was only thirty-five to fifty put out of make the music. It was an EP. Okay. Some people got it, but the thing is, I'm trying to tell you the original what, EP. The original EP with the black and white Coca-Cola. Yeah, with but, there, but okay. they, there's two different ones. Okay. There's one with the with the um, Isaac Hayes, right? And there's one that's don't got the Isaac Hayes. It right. only got the Isaac Hayes in the middle with, with the um, with the hook. The version that's on the record now with the Mardi Gras, right? I don't know where I got it from. I'm not a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 it's thirty years later. You no, can you're not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Like no one's holding nah. the infrared on your record dealers. Listen to me. Listen to what I'm saying. Yes. So the Mardi Gras. Since everybody know Mardi Gras is a live record. Mm-hmm. It is. Yes, Mardi Gras is a live record. You can hear the people talk. Play your Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, you can hear the people talking in the background. Well, I, that, I assume, asking Bob James, that was the sound effects of a bunch of animals and okay. farm Back noises. in the days, Bob James and all them... I was Von Lee was here. Where's Von Lee when I need Von Lee? Put this way, a lot of musicians back then don't remember. No, you gonna tell me you get Sly right? You get Sly Stone right now? He cannot sing Family Affair the way he's singing. You right? This is drug free, right? Like you ain't never sampled this. Now listen to me. You're not gonna act like I asked you to. I don't know how. Listen to me. I don't know how many of them are out. Listen to me. I don't know how many of them are out. But when I got it, I had it since the 90s. It's like an acetate. Okay. Okay. So when I got it and I battled this dude named Top Speed in Indianapolis. Oh, I know Top Speed. You know? Okay. When I put it on, (sighs) then everybody started talking about it. So you're saying... All right, just just the to, just to let Take just to, to let just to let Mar- James. Margarita Margarita Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> I already feel like I had twelve rounds to let. I didn't know, and it's twelve. Like a lot of people don't think there's twelve inches of Mardi Gras one sided. They they do got Mardi Gras twelve inches real 
on CTI one sided. My man Supreme LaRock from Seattle got him. I got him. A couple of us got him. I'm just letting you know. Okay. All right, I'm going to play you. You would know it as the Peter Piper Bells. Oh, all right. All the things you do. So basically, <laughs> now, Biz claims he has a version of Mardi Gras without the bells in it, just the drums, thus sending us into a financial tailspin. (laughs) (laughs) I put off Mardi... No, it's for real. Like, I I joke about it, but, you know, it's... when When you get in this industry, football players, sports people, the first first person besides yourself that you treat for is your mama. Mm -hmm. In my never-ending bid, to find this record and acquiring all the other records. Well, I can't find well, I'll take these. I'll take these. I'll take these. I'll take one record. I know. But I put off by my mama's house. But listen to in me. search. It's one record. I'm a person that has one of the most extensive record collections that you ever will see. I know this. How many records you got that you never seen people with? There's I mean, a lot I, of records. I probably got 14. Nah, you got no, no, no. I'm talking about how many records that you bought that you never seen nobody else with. I know for a fact that I have 14 one of ones, like something that no one else will have but me. 14. I got like at least. I know you got a trillion. Two, two, I got like at least two, three thousand. I never seen nobody. I never see nobody. Put it this way. That's like when people, when I came out at the park with my SL700. Yes. Sorry. I'm still waiting for my. I said, I'm still waiting for I got you. Look, look. Soon as I'm, Biz, I'm, you've been I'm, saying this forever. I'm fighting with them. These are old men I'm fighting with. What do you want me to do? I can't make them do something. It sounds like he has. He said acetate. It sounds like it's a test pressing. Yeah. What happened from is a, from a that, that it's a mistake. You know how if you listening to something and something you don't hear, and then you go back and do it over. Or, come on, you know. Come on. I, I have no. Have no. I have no reason to lie about one record. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, since we're talking about it, we might as well do a special edition of uh, Biz. You guessed it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Biz, you guessed it. Biz, you guessed it. Yes, the one time only a Biz, you guessed it. So since you are the, the record master, we do this thing where we have producers on the show identify songs. Now, normally with Tip and Primo, and P- I've done snares or just... But with you, I'm we're doing the, 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 the doctorate degree course on this. I'm going to give you not even half a second. Biz. <laughs> not even not even half a second. Not even half a second. Biz, Biz looks psyched. <laughs> this, is like, this is easy. And I'm doing stabs. I'm not even doing snares, kicks, or hi-hats. I'm doing stabs. Biz, what is this song? Oh. Yeah. That's, um, that's um, um, engine number nine. I'll play it again. Nope. I hear the, the 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 bongos. I can't. I know the record. I just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh come Southside on. Southside movement. That, 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 that don't even count. No, I, no, no. Yes. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, all the DJs used to play play uh, Southside movement on forty five. Okay, well, give I got plus, the record. And plus, give me give me a story about the record because I know you have some weird story about. Well, first of all, um. Back in 81 or 80, they used to have a record store called Downstairs Records. Yes, I've heard of it. On 42nd Street and 8th. 
Okay. Downstairs. Yeah, it's still Elroy, there. Elroy, Elroy used to be. It used to be like a thing. It used to be a thing right here. Mm-hmm. He used to stand on it. He used to have the records on the wall. That album went for like ten dollars. Just the single it, alone, or no, the album. Oh, the album that it came from. And it said "moving" on it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know. Wait, any, what do you mean still there, Steve? That record in the subway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, that's not. A, it's not. It's a different. Oh. Okay. Okay. That was what After I was a while, it moved to. Up, it moved um, upstairs, then it moved to 43rd Street. All right, here's your second one, Biz. Whoa. I can't do it. That's too short. Yeah. You're going to win this all time. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. Oh, come oh. on, man. I play easy stuff. Come on, breakthrough man. Breakthrough by Isaac Hayes. All come right, all right. on. That's breakthrough. All right, all right, Chuck all right. Turner. Any any breakthrough stories? Breakthrough. First time <laughs> I heard uh, breakthrough was um, Bambada and Jazzy J was cutting it in the park. Where? Uh, Bronx, Bronx River, Bronx River, um, Azul Nation um, anniversary. Okay. This is your third record. Oh. Um, I know what that is. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> I know the record. I can't think of it right now. I know the record. All right. Oh, uh, Barry White. No. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Make love. That's our bouncy Pleasure. lady. Bouncy lady of my pleasure. Yes. yes. Dust yourself off out. Bouncy, bouncy. Any, any tales of, of owning that? <laughs> first time I got first first time I got uh, the bouncy bouncy lady albums was from uh, King Carroll. It was a record store because downstairs, I mean, uh, Flash was cutting it one time and it sold out of downstairs. So I had to go down the street to King Carroll on Forty Third. I mean Forty Second between. Uh, Seventh and six. So I'm, I'm assuming that all the records that I initially first acquired on the Ultimate Beats and Breaks compilations, you got firsthand because you were for first generation witnessing yeah. flashing on. Okay, cool. All right, here's your fourth record. Mm. Come on, that's a Get Out of My Life Woman, Lee Dorsey. Were you the first to use that? Um, um, uh, De La Soul used it first, but they used it fast. They what used they it for, uh, and I know you better. That's right. Oh, That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. So. And they used it for the baseball joint on, uh, was that the name? Yeah. yeah. That was later. But Justin Frink came out before that. Album. Yeah. That was De La Soul's dead album. All right. Here's your last record, Biz. In round one <laughs> of Biz, you guessed it. Like a Q-tip record. I'll do. I'll, I'll do a little pre-roll for you. Huh? Ugh. This is so easy. I'm <laughs> no. picking the easiest breaks of all time. Look. Oh, oh wow! Wow! Okay, I wouldn't have picked that. Yeah. yeah, Superman yeah. Lover by Texas Johnny Guitar. Oh. Johnny Guitar. Well, the thing is, I never looked at Superman Lover as a break. Really. So, so it it was never record. the intro was never rhymed over in. No, nah, that wasn't a break. Really, 
Briggs is like scratching. I can't stop. So, so stuff between 110 BPMs and, and faster. You know, I mean, I don't know about the speed. I'm just saying records that, you know, have, you had to naked have drums, great. Naked drums. You had to have like Mardi Gras, Nautilus. Mm. You know what I mean? T-Life. You okay. got that, right? Yeah, of course I have that. That was round one of Biz. <laughs> you guessed it. And uh, we'll, we'll come with uh, part two later. All right, so Biz, where were you born? I was born in Harlem in Colonial Projects. You're from Harlem. And I moved away when I was 10 to Long Island, and I grew up in Long Island. I, I, was, I mean, I lived in Patchogue, and, you know. So you, because... I've heard Jersey. I've heard Brooklyn. I've Jersey, Queens. I, 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 I feel like you lived everywhere. No, I, I moved to Jersey after records. Um, I stayed with my sister a little in Brooklyn in like 83. And then 84 is when I met Marley and them. Okay. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I mean, did you aspire to be a DJ at first or like what was... I took um, I had so many records. I got bored with rap. So why records? Like you had a father that was a collector, or you like how did well, you? My inherit pops it? used to play with Coltrane and them back in the day. Wow, wow. you're a jazz kid. Yeah, my really? pops used to play. My pops used to play with Sonny Stitt. You know, back in the back in the sixties and fifties. Mm-hmm. So, but I no, I'm just a. I was just a collector. I started collecting. My first forty five was Ben. okay so then when when hip-hop came out like my man um when i was in long island in 78 my man bought a l brothers tape out you know grand was a theater Mm -hmm. so i got bit by the bug after that what's your dad's name so royal hall yeah he plays saxophone okay thank you steve's our 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 resident jazz uh fetish uh i'm gonna tell you another person um Father that used to play in the clubs, jazz and stuff, Martin Sheen. Martin the Sheen. Martin Sheen? President Martin Sheen. Yeah, the back in the day. <laughs> Martin Estevez. Wow. Back in the day? Back, I mean, that's my posthum. Damn. Back in the day. Because back then, you could go to them things in Manhattan, them little clubs, and play in, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His father or him? Him. Oh, Oh, Martin Sheen used to. Oh, wow. That's he about here, about in his early thousands right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he might be teetering on 80. Mm-hmm. No, but wow, I never knew. What did he play? 76. I don't know. I'm just telling you what he told me. Oh. You don't know what <laughs> instrument he played? Piano? I just know he played or he was there. I don't believe <laughs> Anyway. For my mom, don't lie about that. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring his name up. Okay, no, it's 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 rather random to bring it up. So it look I, everything you tell me, I'm taking for your word, Biz. I'm just saying, I just never found a Monte Carlo record. But I digress. Anyway, so never found turntables either. Hey, we've seen the evidence I'm, of the turntables though. It could be Photoshop though. True, the turntables. Not playing, not playing, not playing. Oh, so Biz has a pair of techniques that only play 45s. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I mean, it's ill, but no one else can get them but Biz. Why are they? Wait, why is that? I'm skipping all over your timeline, Biz. <laughs> why do you have these? First of all, what happened was. The I techniques want, make these? Yeah, technique. What happened was, back in the day, 
before like 88. You've had these since 88? No, no, I'm telling you a story. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> Back in the day before, they were going to put them out like in the 80s. Right. But then the CD boom came uh, and the everything, so they scrapped them. And what, these were just in the factory? like? Stock? Yeah, so when I went out to Japan to do Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, damn. <laughs> I started hanging. You know, you got somebody great-grandson and Yo Gabba Gabba is a kid. So I'm hanging with him. So, I, hey, they brought me to the factory and I saw so many turntables. That was incredible. Wow. So I, I saw them and they was in the corner. So I made a, a lot of trades for that. All right, before I go back to your timeline, I might as well go there. <laughs> Biz, okay, your house of records are on fire. <laughs> knock on wood. Your house of, okay, well, knock on wood. Whatever. Your house of records are on fire, okay? Yeah. What five records are you going to save? I mean, one of them is the, Mardi Gras. It's, it's Mardi Gras. <laughs> Grab that shit. Yeah. Which five records from your burning house on fire are you going to save? My Devotion Live 45. To who? My Devotion. Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah. Okay. Wait, there's a 45 of Devotion on from Gratitude? Live. Yeah, from gratitude. Clap your hands yeah. this evening. That's on 45? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. Your house is burning, by the way. This is the sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Sound of fire. Uh, <laughs> burning house on fire. <laughs> my T plays it cool on 45. There's a T plays it cool on 45? <laughs> are these promo copies? Like, are they promo copies? Google or- it. You got it right there. T plays it cool on Marvin I'm, I'm, look- I'm looking from- them up. I'm looking them up. Are these like white label promo, promo copies or regular? Nah, I got one that is a is an EP. It's on Tape Car Records. Tape Car Records. <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> it's an EP. Michael's publishing is going to be lit this episode. When he when he when he pull it up, I want I want an apology. Go ahead. Got another song for that? Nah, dude. I. Go ahead, Biz. I'm believing that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, here's a T-Plays a Cool 45 from the UK. Oh, no, from Turkey. Excuse me. I'm okay. trying to tell you. Yo, right. Gabba Gabba in Turkey. Apparently, <laughs> they're there, too. So, go ahead. Um, oh. <laughs> I got to find out. <laughs> That's your fire effect? Sound. That's my fire effect. <laughs> well, all right. It, the rest gonna burn. I, 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 I Wait a minute, come now. on, Biz. As, as many records you got, like I can't. It's too many. You're gonna say Muhammad, 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 Muhammad Ali, forty five. Okay, With okay. I've on. seen. Yes, I've seen that one. Yes, I've seen that. Um, because it's signed. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of nothing else. Damn. There's too many records. So <laughs> you're like you're like 45s more than more than LPs. You're a 45s guy. The reason I, the reason I started DJing with 45s. <laughs> Did you just let all ca- these records melt? <laughs> <laughs> they had its time. Well, what about your other artifacts? What you didn't say that. You just said records. Right. Story, though. So now, Biz, your house, your uh, your artifacts <laughs> house is burning. 
What are you saving? I'm taking my two pair of SL700s, one with the curve arm, one with the straight arm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking my Flash's beatbox that he gave me. What? Oh, you own a beatbox? Do, 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 yes. Yeah. He gave that to you? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me the name. I got it. <laughs> Biz, can you reveal what that drum machine is? This. Ah. Look, I want you. I and can't Pete let the Rock. world know. I want you and Pete Rock. Look, but, but what you gotta understand is you've seen, and this is the fire still burning. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> 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 but the thing is, you want how you gonna how you gonna stop me from getting my stuff as you got the fire burning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting the fire and helping you save it at the same time, Biz. But wait, this is what I'm saying. Now I can see some marshmallows. Back right. in Let's make some I can see back in 88, 89, 90, when it was a breathless race to the finish to find some ill shit and then recreate uh, some the, ill shit. But this started from 81 to 82. So I'm older than y'all. So I, I know, but listen, Biz, here's the point. Now, but we can agree that you utilized it to its nth degree between the late 80s and the mid-aughts either by sampling and making records or playing it for us in concert as a DJ. So what I'm saying is you do acknowledge in 2017 there is a somewhat of a drought going on in hip-hop culture as you know it. Now, I'm not saying that everything should stay the same, nothing else should change. Yes, I, I love the, 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 you know, the evolution of, of, of musical culture, but... I would almost rather someone that's listening to this program search for that flash drum machine nope. so they can go out and make some fresh <laughs> shit. <laughs> so they, nope. Why? Nope. You and Pete are the most secretive people, but how are we secret? Because we got something we want everybody to have. <laughs> I, I, know definition the of <laughs> I know what makes you... I, we know what makes you unique, but wouldn't you want... After okay, what, you don't tell everybody everything you got. Sure I do. No, I you do. don't. I share. I know you do. I'm my, not talking about sharing MP3 files. I take people. I'm talking, <laughs> about, I'm not talking about MP3 files. Look, your yeah. mic falling. Come on, I'm stating this. No, I'm stating this for the record. No, I'm stating this for the record. I understand that. I've taken stuff. about. I've taken about maybe 200 people in my lifetime record shopping. Been shopping, like why keep it all to? No, I'm saying I took like two thousand, three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, just side note. Hey, 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 you can ask Jazzy Jeff. You can ask Cash Money. Can I ask Vaughn? Flash. You can ask Vaughn. You can ask, you can ask your boy Rashad. We can't reach him. We can't reach him. We tried. Primo, Primo wanted me to call him on the show. Primo was it. my man. I know, Come on, son. He told me all the questions to ask you. But I'm just saying that. Should he just share it with you and then it'll be cool? If, like, he don't got shit. Not even for me. I can't tell you on. I can't, let, you, the, I can't let the world. Okay, some secret you can't just let it go. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Biz. Is it more important? Is it more important for you to make your unique mark on the world? Or is it more important that on your dying day, your deathbed, that you know that there's 10 Biz Marquee like. 
disciples that are going to die in with it. Dying with it. I don't care if it's my last call. You gonna be over, yo, bitch, can you play? <laughs> all right, bitch. All right. So let's go to Harlem. Let's go. Let's go back to Harlem. Come on, son. Word up, man. Damn, wow. bitch. You got his house burning down. You got him dying. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's still not giving it up. What? <laughs> I, all right, bitch. And Flash be like, oh, I thought you were going to tell nobody, God. Uh-uh. It'd be like that Twilight Zone when that lady said, uh, when that dude said to the lady, don't never tell nobody or the devil's going to come out. <laughs> like, Maybe I am the them, devil. No, no, no. <laughs> Did I tell you not to tell nobody? <laughs> 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 all right, bitch. All right, all right. So... In Harlem, when did you first start collecting? You, you got your first record when you was what? Yeah, it was a 45. It wasn't, it wasn't hip-hop. I just got... Ben. Yeah, Ben. You got to start somewhere. Well, All right, f- so when did the bug hit you that, yo, I... Was it DJing first or was it MCing or... B-Box. Like, all right, now, I know you want to... I want you to set the record straight on the... Who was the first cat? That you heard, or are you that first cat? Who's the first cat to go on record to say this is the beatbox? The first, the first one I heard besides me, yes, was Dougie. So Doug is the original human beatboxer. Yeah, that's the first one I ever. So heard. where does Buffy fall in line? Of this? Buffy, he was Bu- just the first to get to. No, a, no, but you got to think boys? everybody's from different places. Okay. Buffy was from Brooklyn. That's why me and a Dougie and a Buffy never sound the same. We was from different places. So you I'm would never Long go Island. to Brooklyn? I'm from Long Island. I'm from Patrick. I'm from like, you from Philly? I'm from like Country Hawkins. <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah. You, don't even count, you don't even count that as Philly, son. <laughs> I'm like from Hershey, Pennsylvania. So. <laughs> you don't even count that, son. Keep it real. All right, but I'm just saying that. You're so. At what point did New York start to do this cross-cultural colonization, where a Queens cat would go to Brooklyn with no beef and Brooklyn would come to Long Island and well, the way I besides st- the parents moving. Okay, the way I started uh, back in '82, I was handing out flyers for Mike and Dave. You know Mike and Davis? No, exactly. Mike and Dave had. They had a label, but they had crews like the Crash Crew. Okay. Master Don, Boogie Boys, Dougie, Raw Bass. All of us started, Fat Man Scoop. Mm-hmm. All of us started from under them. They used to hand, we used, you know, you want to be on. They threw parties? Out, yeah, they threw all day. was like one of the big promoters. So we had, a, I used to hand out flyers for them. And then I just watched and learned and learned and learned. So is this where the basis of vapors verse came into play? Where the, ba- the basis of ver- ver- um, the the vapors verse came in is I was on my block and the kids down the block had a crew. Okay, I wanted to be in the crew, but I always had to be in. I, my parents were strict, so I had to be in when the light was out. Right. So I always asked, "Can I be down?" And since I wasn't the cool cat and I wasn't smoking and I wasn't drinking. Mm-hmm. No, you can't be down. So 
I went back into the lab and tried to get as bad as best I can. And then when I, my time came, vapors. He made the vapor uh, effects, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so I'm I'm noticing a pattern that all uh, musical savants and 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 icons are either legacy kids of of parents that were musicians. Uh, or people that had to follow Richard Pryor, have your ass home yeah, by street parents. Yeah. yeah, when the street lights come on, street light. Yeah, no, no, no messing around. So, under under that crew, were you DJing first, or or you said you were beatboxing first? Beatboxing and rapping. Like I used to snap on people. Like I was always a funny guy. Like shitty shinati, your nose is snotty. And every time I see you, you're begging somebody. But if you're egging, you're begging, and you're humming, you're bumming, good God almighty, I hate to see you coming. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop moment. Biz Marquis, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, actually, uh, Premier just hit me. He said, ask Biz, between you and Big Shug from Gangstar, who would win the snapping contest? Come on. He saw what I did to him. <laughs> but then you know Biz, I win. But then Primo also followed up that if Biz says, now you know how I do. <laughs> I won. Tell Biz he's lying. Hey, yo, hey, hey, ask Primo. I said, uh, I said something, 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 something. And then I told him, I told uh, Big Sugar he had a hip-hop starter kit on. <laughs> and Freeman uh, was peeing on himself. He, he said that, yeah, any... Because I was on tour with Gangstar, rest in peace. You know, yeah. and I, we was on tour in uh, Japan. and he told, he told me that. And then you proceeded to stay. He said... That the most amazing uh, thing of that Japan tour was the fact that you were the first cat that he saw bin shopping, and then you somehow managed to have the promoter pay, pay for, for all, everything. all your shipment back to the state, and that the shipment was actually more than the records. And wait, talk about the van. Now, see... And, I'm, I hate this whole like my generation and when cats be like, "Hey, what's up, OG?" Because I feel like we're all, all the same hip hop generation. But I'm just saying that there's layers for when. All right, so for my layer of hip hop, DJ Premier's van was like the be all end all van to test your music. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to you, Biz. I'm gonna give you the credit. Biz, look at it. Biz got his guns out already. Like you better give me credit. You better give me credit. <laughs> But I was gonna, I could tell you a story about that though. But yes, when Premier told me, "Yo, dog, Biz was the first cat I saw." MPV. Yes. Oh, MPVs, MPV. man. Well, well, can I tell you a story? now? Yes, tell me the story. <laughs> well, can I put the fireside chat? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Biz Marquis fire. Yes, and now. Well, they had, they had some uh, my boys from uptown, and I think y'all saw the movie Paid in Full. Yes. Right? Well. I used to hang with AZ. I used to hang with Alpo. I used to hang with Rich Porter. Mm-hmm. Rich Porter was one of the flyest dudes known to man to this date. Okay. Right? So he had an MPV first. Right? And I said, yo, man, what is that? Blah, blah, blah. So I sat in there with him. We talked for about an hour, half an hour. The next day I went to got two of them. I got, I got a Wait black a minute, they're one. They're expensive. I had money. I had you. You 
Okay. Right, right, right. So I'm sorry, what's an MPV? I'm, I'm oh, it's a, a Honda. Multi purpose van. van. Okay. So what I did was I'm glad home. you asked that because if I were to ask that business would uh, Bill would have been like, Google it. Right? So, no, it would have been it like, out, check I was it out. Ask. Okay. So so um I got me one and I got v- cool V a blue one. So but with mines, I put like twelve thousand of system in there. You gotta think in eighty nine, that's a lot of money. So why didn't you get a Jeep like everyone else? I wanna get a Jeep. I wanna be different. Okay. So it's it's like a cool ass soccer pop van. But it's a, I had everything in it. But it had an era when like cool dudes used to drive. Yeah, that was like the drug dealer van. Yeah. I had a that cassette. Dad. Everything in it. I never heard of a tap player in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Only, only, because, only because Primo had one that I believe his story. Because that is crazy. Yeah. Like so at the time, I mean, I used to see Primo, blah, 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 blah. And um, he saw my joint. Mm-hmm. He got one. But then he got one with deep dish rims. And I say, yo, Primo, where you get that Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had black... I had black and chrome uh, BBSs, and he had the deep dish joints. I said, yo, son. <laughs> Funk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So from beatboxing, and I'm always going to go back in time. So from beatboxing to rap. to DJ. Oh, so rap next? Yeah, yeah, because I had to make records. But when I first heard of you, it was Def Fresh Cool with Roxanne Sanchez. Beatboxing, yeah. So how did the whole Philly connection with Pop Art Records and Lawrence Goodman and okay. all that happen? What happened was Shantae made Roxanne's Revenge. Okay. okay. So Tyrone Williams and, and Marley and them hooked up with Lawrence Goodman and them. Okay. Um, Lawrence Goodman, the maybe shouldn't I? Youngsters, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a tough dude. He was a tough dude, him and his brother. So, um... Was there ever a nice guy in, in the music industry? Like, all the black guys? Not from Philly. Nah, if we put Lawrence Goodman, Suge Knight. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but he was cool. Ronnie I mean, he was, all of them was cool with me. But I'm, I'm just saying. And then at the time, I wanted to make a record bad. So I got on with Shantae. Mm-hmm. And, but my thing, my fame, my claim to fame was the, the tape from BL, from Roseland with Chin. That's that on, one? yes. It's, it's, and then, I got, then I made the record with Shantae. And then I was begging... Lawrence Goodman, yo, I want to make a record, blah, 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 blah. What I year was the, the Shantae record? What year was that? 85. 85. Yeah. So, wait, they used to play that Roseland tape on radio up here? or Yeah, what? Mr. Magic? World, world, premiere, premiere, premiere. All right, who who is that? A world premiere, premiere. That's him, right? That's it's, him. Yeah. Okay. Do you have an original copy of that world premiere? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. You need it? <laughs> I actually do, Biz. Yes. Okay, I, I, for you. I would love to get... Uh, share, hey. Sharing is caring. <laughs> I will share that with you, but I'm not telling you the name of the Wetzel. <laughs> <laughs> Biz, I'm going to find that drum machine one way or another. All right. Put it this way. I'll bring it out. I'll let you see it. You, <laughs> now, if you get the name off it, I'll show you. It's, it's brand new. I'll show you it, but I can't tell you in your face. And on the air. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Anyway, so yeah. So based on that, actually, wait. Can I play that for a second? The 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 live routine with with Biz. You got right. it. This is, yes. This is the live routine with Biz Marquee uh, by MC Shan. Uh yeah. Okay, we ready to rock. You ready, Shan? <laughs> Start it off, Biz. Tell them who we are. One, one, two, one, two, up. 
Okay, so I have a question, Biz. In your beatboxing technique, because you're definitely, while, while as most beatboxers, their kick and their snare both had the same range, you're like, in your mind, are you playing a rim shot? Like what? Like I know for like, for you to be crash or rim shot. And my bass is different. My bass is like. So you a hum with the beatbox. Huh? You you a hum with your your, your, your kick drum to give it extra. Yeah, you know how you want to give it that extra sound like. Right. So I was looking at it. I was looking at it as an 808. So you know how the 808 mm-hmm. got the. Yeah. What I'm saying is, at least with 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 the human beatbox from the Fat Boys, I always heard him and and Ducky for that part emulating impeach the president. So when beatboxers do, nah, mine's they're doing what? Is, what is the beat? Right. What is the break in your head that you're emulating when you're? I'm trying to get as close to the record as possible. Which record though? What's the record in your head that you're emulating? Which record? Because you, you don't do impeach the president like break. You do like. No, I go. I want. I rarely hear you do that break though. <laughs> so I'm saying, and plus, you're the first beatboxer I know that rhymed and beatboxed at the same time. That was I, I wanted to be different, so. You you are different. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be known. So okay, so when Def Fresh Crew came out. Um, and this this was an era where hip hop was still quasi regional. That in school you could bite some shit and, no and claim knew. credit for it <laughs> right. and live with it. Now I think I got away with that meow mix. So all the white kids in school thought I was the shit. Like you could do meow mix. That like that was always the thing. Like and then like maybe. Seven weeks later, then I got busted and was like, all right, yeah, this is Bismarcky. But, like, how, how you know, what, at what point do you, do you transfer to rapping and, and getting with Marley and, and. At that time, I was with them, so I was keeping quiet as a rapper. I'm just happy to be down. So, and once they gave me my chance to make a record, I already, I already had records written. And why does everyone start off as a, a DJ in this crew? Like, even Kane started out as a DJ. Well, like, Kane started out as as my partner, Ryman. Because I had to show him... I had to show him stage presence. I showed him different styles. I showed him how to be on stage. You know, if, if there's something wrong, 
you know to go to the next rhyme. It's like you drumming, right? Mm -hmm. If you break a stick, you know to go to... Oh. <laughs> you know to go to the next. Oh, <laughs> you know to go to the next stick. And, right, right, right. Yeah, how to keep it moving. So where do you where do you get your experience from? Because you know you grew up in an era where I mean now it's even harder because it's like unless your YouTube song has ten million views, it's really hard to 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 capture people's attention unless. Your song's just larger than life. Whereas back then, you had to have actual, genuine talent, and you had to and have be witty, heart. right? So, what what was it like going on these states? Like, what if you were whack? What would happen? Boom! <laughs> you have no hamburgers, everything at you. I seen it. Why hamburgers? everything. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, it was the time we was on tour. With, I was on tour with Salt and Pepper, Fats, Fat Boys, everybody. Uh -huh. They had this lady trying to be do a, 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 a another rendition of "I Need Love." Oh. oh no! Where? What territory? We was in North Carolina, Greensboro. Wow! They hit away everything. <laughs> Change. Yes. Change. NC stand up. Ooh. <laughs> you're proud of this? Yeah, you're proud that's of my, yeah, that's my hometown. That's where I grew up. I grew up in Greensboro. Yeah, I know that, but you're you're proud Hell of this? Hell yeah. Did you ever throw a hamburger in anybody? Yeah, I never, or change? Nah, nah, we was poor. Remember, we ate hamburgers. I would have ate that hamburger. Yeah. Greensboro Coliseum, absolutely. Yep. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud. North Carolina stand up. Wait, Greensboro, that's where my family from. Are you serious? Dude, like, my grandparents have, like, 19 brothers and sisters. Yes. Wow. Been, oh, God. What's your family last name? Coleman? <laughs> Please tell me you're related. Please tell me you're related. We'll investigate later. Yeah, <laughs> Ancestry.com. Let's get on it. Yo, what's up? This is Fonte, Fontigolo from Team Supreme. Black representation in media is very important to me. I think it's important to have our stories told by people who look like us and who have shared in our common experiences. Some of my earliest influences were Donnie Simpson. Uh, I would also say Tom Joyner, Angela Stribling, uh, Sherry Carter. They were just people who told our stories with a lot of class and dignity and were big inspirations to me. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast, The Center Black Voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. 
make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Varian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Wait, speaking of North Carolina, uh, in the fifth anniversary of the Source uh, magazine, there's a story. They're kind of doing like an oral history of like just hip hop tales. And I forget who it was, but there was an incident in North Carolina where your record collection saved somebody somebody from y'all getting shot up or something. Yeah. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the room. But check this out. <laughs> Let me get my fireside check. Go ahead. Yeah. Hit the introduction, Bill. And now? <laughs> you ready? Yes. Yeah. Hit it. Okay, now. My man Jeff and them, they was in the car. What happened was Hot Dog that used to be down with Chuck Rock. I'm Chuck yeah. Rock in the yeah. Yes. Well, they were trying to talk to these girls. They were trying to talk to these girls. And right. Something happened. They were cop blocking. I mean, something happened. I think once one of the dancers hit a girl. Oh, so no. So the, girl, the, the girl's boyfriends came up or something. It was my man Jeff right here. Um, Shantae, all of them was in the car. But you know, I mean, you're a DJ, so you know when you pack your pack. Yes. You know that long case? Yes. You used to get? I had the long case of 12 inches, but I packed it and Packed it and packed it. Where you can almost can't even take a record. Where's the luggage? <laughs> huh? If y'all in North Carolina, where's the luggage if all It's on the bus? We're coming from the show. So you have a bus I and a DJ. car? There's a bus and a car too? No, the car is the the runner that brings you back okay, uh, to okay. the hotel. I see, I see. Okay. So they running and they to my then all these these country dudes just came out. Bow, 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 bow. And the, my my records was behind them, and it was like a station wagon. Yeah, and it just it didn't go through, and like, all the bullets, all the bullets records. was in there. Wow, what record got damaged? Something in the way you make me feel with the acapella. Oh, uh, uh, feeling all right, Gap Band. We never jam a trouble. Wait, did he just say and where? Pete's, did you just ask me where the record's all right? No, you got to survive Pete's twelve right? inches. But he knows exactly. Yeah, you got a piece twelve inches, right? No, come on, Biz. No, they got him with the uh, Chinese chicken on the other side. Yes, okay, I've seen those, but those are like 
reprints. No, 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 no. These, <laughs> these were, they were reprints, but these was the ones that was hard to find. These are only downstairs had them at the time. Okay. These from back in the day. They weren't selling them no more. Okay. Okay. And that so, was a fireside chat. There wasn't the, <laughs> there wasn't the ultimate breaks and beat joints. Okay. All right. The ones on Tough City, right? No. no? This is before Tough City. <laughs> okay. okay. This is when they had the, the it, it, they had the the big beat with the coolers back on the other side. The green ones. Then they had the um The Bozo Migo ones? Yeah, the Bozo Migo okay. records. Well that, all that's what records. I no, I know they reprints, but they ain't the tough city joints from now. Okay. These are the ones from 81. Yes. Okay. okay. I've had a few of those. Okay, I get it. Yes. I, it. I didn't get it in Peach the President, though, but I've, I've had a few from those labels. So um, as far as your album is concerned, like how do you – what's what's the deal with the production? Was it just strictly – were you handing Marley these records? Did you not operate a drum machine? Did you? Okay, let me say. In the beginning days, mm-hmm. like to make the music and stuff, Marley was master. The way he did uh, Eric B for president and all that, he's by far the best. Now, as I'm learning from him, I got a 1200. I think I was like one of the first with a 1200. I was about to say, 1200 or a 12? 1200. He had a 12. Damn. Okay. I got a 1200 from the dude from, uh, was it Emu or Akai? One yeah, of them? Emu. No, you, no, Emu. You know. Right? Mm-hmm. So he first gave it to me. So I came over to Marley's house and Marley said, well, What is that? That's what? All of a sudden, Marley held my joint for two weeks. He didn't want to give it back. <laughs> 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 so we did, you know, I, I usually. I always look at, look for the crew records. So I look for Kane. I look for breaks. So what I did was I hand Marley the records. He hooked it up. I told him I want this, this, that. Then after a while, I started doing production myself. So that's why on the second album, I just did everything. And- so yeah, how did you separate from Marley. Like, how did you feel about that situation with Marley stepping away and going to Uptown? And no, Uptown was before. Uptown was before us. But I thought in '89, Marley went. No, Marley to... just did one record on there. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a separation. Which record did he do? He on? did Uptown's kicking it and stuff. Oh, okay. he, he always did. He always did. Yeah, but I mean, he did Heavy stuff. D. He did. Yeah, but he always did random stuff to get you know extra. You know, Marley was Marley. So, you know, he well, was just why like Why didn't he work on the Diabolical album, the second album? I wanted to do my own album. Did he, So he did nothing on that record? or I wanted to do my own album. He, I mean, he flew, he flew uh, You Got What I Need vocal to the second thing, but I did everything myself. So how did you... And Cool V did too. Okay. So how, how did you fall into that song? I mean, that song is probably the most timeless song. That song will never die. <laughs> probably, you know, when all's said and done and, you know, they're going to do the Library of Congress, like, five most important hip-hop songs. I'm certain that Just a Friend will with- be at least considered in the top ten, like, whatever, like, the... What happened with that record was, I was at a house party in 82, Right, so I'm hearing this dude. Ah, ooh, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. 
When I'm thinking it's going, we all ain't alone. <laughs> so I'm here to do I love that record. I said, so I couldn't, I, the dude left the party and I never found the name of the record. So I'm looking and looking. I never found the record. So um, I told Cool V and Big Daddy Can. I said, yo, if I find this record, boom, boom. We on name Yo, I, I'm going platinum. We on name We on name We on Neil Long. Yes, we are on Neil Long. You're right. Love so, um, I, I was hanging with Theodore. Theodore brought me to Danny Dan's house. So Danny, I'm you know Danny cutting breaks. Danny Dan the beat man. He cutting breaks. All of a sudden, he throw that record on. Boom! I grabbed the phone. I said, yo, let me hear that jig. Let me hear it again. <laughs> yo! <laughs> right? So I drove over to his house, right? I traded him Barbara Streisand out. Wait, 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 wait. What? First of all, first of all, do you know the album that Barbara Streisand got the break? I mean, I know I she did. Say, a, she did time, use me. Do there's, there's no. She has a cover of "Use Me" on seventy two. Queen B. Oh damn. Okay, remember the song we worked on. <laughs> Wait. Side note: Beyonce wanted to cover this. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, like Beyonce and Barbara Streisand were going to um, do, do a oh, duet wow. with each other of Queen B, and I produced it. But then, real song. Barbara Streisand has a song called Queen B. Yeah. yeah, tell me that like, be that funk. Dope. It is funky. Yeah, she she um she she did like a few funk joints like 73, 74. That was from the Stars Born movie, right? So this is what oh, this what happened. Be in the movie. Okay. Yeah. So so I knew that he didn't know that record. Right. So I went over there and traded him. So you know, somebody he giving a 45, it's a dollar forty-five. He getting an album. Yeah, but it's a Barbara Streisand album. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't know the break, you understand hip hop. If yeah. you don't know something. Yeah. So it wouldn't have been cool just to duck. Were you using it for the purpose of sampling it? Or you just wanted to have that record? I wanted that record because I knew I was going to make a record off it, right? So You couldn't but, just borrow the record or, yo, make me a cassette copy of that record? No, not in hip-hop. You trade. I did not know that. You trade. <laughs> okay, right. well, look, look. So here's what happened. So a couple of weeks later, I'm, you know, because we started to be friends. So I'm hanging with him. So he plays Freddie Scott. Mm-hmm. I said, yo, I like that joint. So he said, yo, man, I don't got no more. So I gave him $200 for the 45. What? But look, but, just, but he made it back. So look, <laughs> I mean, look, 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 you got to understand $200. At that time, I'm making, because I just came off tour with Vapors and all that. So. I traded them two hundred dollars. That's a lot of money. You think you got over? Right so, or wrong? So is this Dan Dan we're talking about? Dan. So when Dan Dan's watching UMTV raps and watching the <laughs> the the Heineken commercial, <laughs> Danny watching, Dan the Beat Man, yeah, is he like, yo, those are my records? Like, right. So what happened was, I went to my mom's house. You know, usually after tour, some you know, you go home see your family. So I'm sitting in my old bed back in the day joint, bunk bed joint. <laughs> Shout in out the to bunk beds. Yeah. 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 So I'm sitting in there, and I just wrote I wrote uh, just a friend in like 15 minutes. 
So when we went to the studio to do it, because we were doing the second album, I tried to match up the 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 Lee Dorsey and just throw the uh Freddie Scott on top. But since the drum, your drummer, you know how a drummer plays too fast and mm-hmm. it wouldn't it wouldn't match. So we tried to put it through the Puma song. If you anybody remember Puma song? Nay. Huh? No. What? What's it, a Puma? This it's, is a first. You stomped the room? Puma song is something that you put in. And you put the records in so it can match, and then oh, okay. Uh, I think Bob Power yeah. talked about something. Yeah, like that. I didn't know it was called so, that. Yes, we use it. It wouldn't match. So what I did, I had a dude named Shane Faber, and Shane, had, Shane yeah, and he helped me play. He played, and we. I said no. So I sat there for like from twelve to eight till he got the right piano sound. You know how you on a keyboard and the right and the piano don't sound right. Mm-hmm. I was going to say because you don't. Use that record in the on Just a Friend. That's the actual piano, right? Piano. So all of a sudden, I'm telling him what to do, but he want to be jazzy. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm telling you what to do. But he was, no, son. Play it like you hear it. So I'm sitting there with Yo, him. Hey, time out, Steve. Does that sound familiar? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> so that, you know, he's that's me all to, day with the roots. Good. Look, look, he's trying to get. I'm like, no. So it's like 7.59 in the morning. Eyes feel like Gucci bags on them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I, he found the right piano. Bing, bing, boom, bing, bing. Boom, boom, bing, 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 boom, bing. So I did it one pass, and then we looped it. So... I'm sorry. So and now, <laughs> I thought I exclusive fireside chat. <laughs> so who are the lyrics about? Who's the friend? Is it the guy who sold you the record because he had what you need? <laughs> hey, it's a girl in the video. Oh. I'm not Uncle Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> now, Tip says that Q-Tip says that there was an original version of Just a Friend. There was that. There was that Q-Tip. It was Q-Tip, De La Soul, all of them was doing Buddy, and they were doing Buddy before I came into the studio. Right. And he 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 was there. When I sung it to them, they bugged out. But they said that, girl, you must be on speed. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, yo, like, change it and do and I, the original. I, I did the radio. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Okay. Um, you got a hair weave and all that. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's just a rash story. Yeah, so, it's all up in your ass. Wait, before, before I get <laughs> to your next record, I got to ask. So, your ad libs are probably, I mean, next to Lottie Dottie, I don't think I've ever heard uh, sampled. <laughs> a more sampled ad lib. Like, what are your general feelings? What When you heard The Main Ingredient by P. Rock and CL Spoon? <laughs> Well, me and Pete Rock is cool anyway. I know, but, but when you were listening to... Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> how do you generally feel? I mean, are you from the school of, okay, well, rappers can't call nah. out or sue other rappers yeah. for sampling their joints? Nah, but eight, me, no and kill Pete, me and Pete was cool, so I wasn't thinking about that. Okay. So, now, with Alone Again Naturally, tell us this story, man. Here's what happened with that. <laughs> Hit it. Time out. <clears throat> Bill, give us the And now, Fireside Chat number 75 with Biz Marquis. 
Hit what it. happened was I did the record <laughs> with Alone Again. Right. We got a verbal agreement from him, but my record company, Tyrone and them, they I guess the people called back up and they cursed uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan and them out and said, we're going to use it anyway. Wait, what? Why would they do that? I don't know, because here's what I used to do. When it came to samples, I would make, say, say if the record got 13 songs, mm-hmm. I would make 39 tapes of every record that I use. Okay. And we'll clear them through Regis at the time. Mm-hmm. It was we got a verbal agreement, but they didn't get a they didn't get a um what you call them agreement. So they put the record out and he sued her. That's crazy. Wait, you would clear your own like I would I would set it up and then the office clears it. Like I would have to record. Remember at the time it was not CDs, it was cassettes. Right. And I mean, just in general, like why do you think they were so resistant to Tyrone and them cursed them out. <laughs> oh man! I guess I mean I don't want to say what they were doing, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> what was Fly Ty like? Because that's you know Fly I Ty. mean he was he was a key figure in in the hip hop pantheon that you don't pantheon that you just don't. Fly Ty was great in the beginning. Okay, great manager, great. But when the money and stuff came along, that's when. What was his connection? Like, why did y'all choose him? Was he Marley's guy or? He was Magic's guy. We all came through Magic. That's right. Uh, and that, that that just reminds me of something. BDP would routinely shout you, shout you out. I was cool with everybody. You were like, uh, what, what's not favorite nations? Uh, uh, Switzerland? Yeah, yeah. You were like, <laughs> you were the Pope. Wow. So I was the Pope. How, Me and Redler grew up together, so. So how would... How did your crew feel with you being neutral with both sides? And how do they feel when seeing you and like, yo, we ain't talking about you. We just talking about magic. Like, they, would, they wouldn't talk because what, what happened with the magic situation, uh, KRS and them had a record called 1241. Success is the word. They came in and tried because if you, if you get your record played on magic, your record means a lot right. at the time. He was like the hip-hop Frankie Crocker. Mm-hmm. So they came in the studio and they let um, uh, Chris and them, uh, let them hear the, the, um, the demo of mm-hmm. 1241. Um, and the record wasn't good. And, you know, Magic and them, you know, at that time, if anybody know from the 80s, that was get high time. You in the studio and, mm-hmm. you know, they laughed them out. So... I guess they went, they they left with their tail between their legs, and then they went and wrote South Bronx and all that. So the record was, tw- I thought it was advanced. I thought it was success is oh, the success word. Oh, success is the word. Can we play, have you guys ever heard, I think we played it on, on the no, Marley we did the wrong, it was, we did advance. Oh, we did advance, okay. Yeah, because I'm going to play like three seconds of success is the word, so, so you can hear what, what got this pre, pre-BDP. <laughs> So there's a pink voice lamp. Right. It's D nice. Uh, <laughs> Yo, when is the song gonna start? Yeah, when, when, this is a 
a great radio record. We just be talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's about 80 degrees outside. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic on the GWB. <laughs> Wait. Karis Norman is on some Jazzy Jeff Fresh. Yeah, I'm about to say that song. Yeah. Intro. That sound like well, I think Karen I can beat Mike Tyson. I'm here to say, I love Rudy Pebbles. You're going to lose your auntie and Bel-Air. My rats will destroy you. My rats will destroy now you no understand. No more music that. by the suckers. <laughs> now, 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 fellas, magic and them listening to this. Skeet up and AJ. That's not it. My raps will destroy you. Yeah, I've had Marley, Shan, all of them there. So I, listen I, to that. What would you do, Quest, if you was magic and them right there? Yeah, they got to go. Immediately. Come on, son. Yeah. Wow. I, I feel like Chris owes but that, yeah, Magic he owes the his... State some flowers for dissing him because that's what made him that come. Made him too. Become... That's crazy. I, I've i had this record for 10 years and never heard. This is the first time I'm listening to it. There's a reason for that. <laughs> I can't unhear what I just said. Yeah, heard. like I, I'm on a lot of uh, drug medication right now for my bu- Did I hear Gilligan's Island? Yeah, yeah like, that was Gilligan. Okay, yeah. just checking. But at that time, everybody was doing, everybody was yeah. doing routines. Yeah, like yeah. the Fat Boys and Force and D's did it to find effect. If Do you remember that? The Fat Boys meet the Force and D's? Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, that shit was a hit in Philly. That's Philly. Philly gave me my start. I love Philly. Dance no air, but that record wasn't the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I gotta say, wait. <laughs> the Saeed Garrett episode, I said that that Facts of Life episode was the first thing I recorded oh, yeah, on yeah. a VCR. Biz Marquis on Dancing on Air with Roxanne Shante was the second thing I recorded when I got my first VCR. I was doing the biz dance. Yeah, you were. You were. Past going going past your recording career, um, you've also managed to, you know, do crazy collaborations throughout your Beastie time. Boys is- yeah, I was gonna say that you co-signing and sticking with the Beastie Boys, especially when most uh People were kind of uh, indifferent to the genius that is Paul's Boutique and Check Your I Head was, and I all that stuff. With that. Yeah, I was going to say that you co-signed from the heart and like that that made a difference to them. And they always, always, always spoke of you in in the highest regard when I would tour with them. What was that? What was that period like when you were See, collaborating with them? Here's what happened. Um, I think they sued Russell and them and won. And I think it was at a time when I guess they were trying to, at the time, people try to blackball people. Mm-hmm. And at the time, they I looked at them as brothers. Mm-hmm. I steal records from them. They steal from me. And, <laughs> you know. You know. You wouldn't trade records. Okay. <laughs> when did you right. first meet them? I met them, remember D from, what's the TV show? Pump It Up. Pump It Up. D-Bones. Okay. We went over there, went over to the studio. 
I mean, I knew a couple I remember that episode. Were. That's the first time you met them? No, nah, I think I met them a little bit before, but we wasn't hanging. Okay. You know what I mean? You know how you meet. Yo, what up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Booyah Tribe. Wow. And the BC Boys. <laughs> it was me and the BC Boys versus Booyah Tribe. We was playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. Time out. Bill hit it. <laughs> and now, another episode of What Had Happened Was with Biz Marquis. <laughs> All right, good. Now, them some big... <laughs> yeah, they some more in here. They big jail niggas. No, <laughs> they real big. So we playing. So we playing, you know, basketball. I'm fouling people, everything, right? So after we got done, um, we playing the, um, Mark, Marky Mark that was down with him. We playing the uh, piano. Right. So... You not know, Mark Wahlberg, keyboard, not like keyboard, money, <laughs> keyboard, keyboard money, money. It's Mark. not just Lightyear. It's a whole bunch of people thinking the right? same. Right, so, but you're you're the conduit oh, for that's it. Right, right. right? so right. he playing records from when I grew up. So mm-hmm. he playing like Jeremiah was a bullfrog, <laughs> and, and I'm singing every single record that they playing. You know what I mean? Like a Megan Woman, stay away from me. Is that why you use that on Roadblock when you did the yeah, Roadblock? Yeah. yeah. So look, look, look. So I'm singing, blah blah blah. All of a sudden, he started playing Benny and the Jets. I started singing it, yo. We was there for like hours. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Then they put it out. Yeah, I got that. I got that. That's that would be one of my fire five. I purchased oh, like Biz doing Benny and Jack. You bet. You purchased. I magazine. purchased. I purchased twenty copies of that Grand Royal Wheaties yeah. magazine with your uh, floppy record in it. So and then that's why I started OK Player. Instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so what happened was, you know, after that we just started just playing with stuff, and I would just come out there, hang with them, stay with them. And we just started doing just magical stuff. Like, I would be at my house and I heard something because I used to like Ted Nugent. You know, oh, like, wow. Yeah, I was going to say, how that Ted Nugent collaboration happened? Was that separate? That was separate. I just, oh, thank I you, called, Jesus. I called them from the phone, right? And I said, Joe, I got something for you. It's like y'all getting out of jail or something, right? So I got something for you. And he said, play it. So I threw the record on, and I said, the BT boys, they are coming home. They coming home. Yo, I played that for like eight hours. <laughs> Yo, I said, this is for you. Yo, bitch, you want to give you this? And I said, nah, we, come on, man. We cool. Come on. Don't worry about it. After that, we started just doing different things. Do red, do, do. So then they just took me on tour with them. So it was like I was like Billy Preston. <laughs> <laughs> you you were Billy Preston to their feast. So, you know, and then they showed, for them, they showed me a lot of things I didn't know. How to conduct business. How to save for a rainy day. How to whatever, you know what I mean? And plus, I used to take them sneaker shopping. I took them to a store in Newark, had every old school sneaker, but at the time, it was great. Closed down and every. Pro Cads, everything was a dollar. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> so their fashion shit comes We right backed here. up, but we yeah. backed up a big truck. <laughs> MPV. <laughs> I used to bring them there. I used to bring them to Jew Man. I used to bring them to different spots. Wow. But then they used to bring me stuff. You know, we used to, it was like brotherhood. All right, y'all. 
You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, what I'm not doing is thinking about making money with Airbnb. See, you got to change your mind state. Make the money while you're spending the money. How, you say, Laia, do I make the money? Well, you host at your house. And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? Uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. In the 1980s, Frank Farian was riding high as a successful German music producer, but he was bored. German pop was formulaic, dull, and oh so white. Frank had bigger dreams, American dreams. He wanted to create the kind of music that would rival larger-than-life artists like Michael Jackson or Run DMC. So he assembled a hip-hop duo, two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? One very important element was missing, but Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's biggest controversies. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when their adoring fans learned about the infamous lip syncing, their downfall was swift and brutal. With exclusive interviews from frontman Fab Morvan and his producers Frank Farian and Ingrid Segui, this podcast takes a fresh look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Follow Blame It on the Fame wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. During the cold chilling years, were you actually making money off the records, like royalties, or was it mainly just tour money? I was making money off the records because I was recording, and since I used to record in-house, you didn't really have to need that much money to use a, as a budget. Gotcha. Like, I would get my budget, say my budget would be three or 500. Mm-hmm. I record in the house, I just got to pay my engineer. Pay Cool V, give him... Oh, in house. I'm thinking of like a <laughs> the label studio, oh, like yeah. Hitchville. No, in my house. So, so wait. So you recorded a lot of going off and home no, home equipment. Going off was, or like a lot of that was on four track. Marley did that. So well, for I'm diabolical, when you did every, uh, every album Mudfoot. after that, I did it in my house. I was about to say Mudfoot's vocal sounds like you were. In a bathroom or... No. Nah. I could tell like natural, but natural reverb sound versus process reverb sound. Yeah, but I Where was in the house. Where did you record Muffwood? In the house. What room? Your kitchen? No, downstairs in the basement. Wow. I need a haircut. That was at the house too? That was a crib? Wow. All that was done at Cool V's house. Biz. And who was this engineer? Sorry. Okay. Doc. Doc Rodriguez. Doc Rodriguez. No, Doc. but at first... Yo, Doc. No, Doc at first yeah. we, had, we had Shane, but then... We went to Paul C. I D- think with w- w- Paul C. Give me Paul C. stories. Paul C. was one of the greatest engineers. You know how you a drummer. No, let's listen. You I know, know how you a I'm a drummer, yes. <laughs> no, but the thing is, you know how you listen to, he didn't listen to the pads. 
he would do it on the uh, the numbers, uh-huh. and then hit the button, and the record would be done. Really? I. He was at the best. I didn't even think you worked with. I was going to ask you. Did you know Paul C? I skipped. I skipped Latin Quarter stories. Oh, and I, I skipped think we got Paul C. Can we do one Latin Quarter? Stuck. Paul you C. Right Steve? What? You look stuck. No, no. Nearland. No, I, Paul I, I C. Don't. Engineered Kemp. I traded Paul C. He engin- He worked on your records. Yeah, my I didn't second know that. album. I did not know that. He, I didn't know. That. He, he. Um. He. Um. He. Um. I traded him. Cool is back. Albums. Sealed. There's a Funk Incorporated sealed copy of Cool is Back that's not reissued from... Not real. Damn. Now, <laughs> whenever we... If I come out, I'll bring you one. I'll give you one. Okay, so I get that and uh, what else? But keep going. Uh, let, let, let's listen. The name of the beatbox. So, so I, traded him, I traded him Cool is Back albums, right? Right. And he traded me Hercules. Right. Okay. Hercules, Hercules by uh, Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville's. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just mm-hmm. translation, Steve. Paul C was the U of the mid eighties to late eighties. But the, no, the cool white engineer that hung around a lot of black dudes. Nobody that also was better co- than him on a twelve hundred. That that collected He sounds more talented than me, actually. <laughs> nobody <laughs> better listen to me, nobody better than him. Rest he, in peace. He was. Nobody better. <laughs> I mean, large yo, name how, is, how uh, did company he pass there. away? When did he pass away? He passed away because I know he's on the back of uh, "Let the Rhythm Hit Him." I think that's where nah, I saw nah. rest R.I.P. He, I think he passed away in '89. I think I was the last one he was recording with. Damn. Something happened. I mean, I, I tell you off. The, you know. Oh, it was like some beef. I, th- I thought it was like you know. It was, he didn't have no beef. Okay, it was just the point of people who weren't looking for somebody. Oh man. Shit. Wrong place, wrong time. We work at 30 Rock. We're we're safe. (laughs) You're safe. (laughs) Um, Man, I I did not know you work with the the great Paul C. Oh, yeah. Damn. So he was just like, what was it about his production technique? Was the fact that he He knew how to chop stuff? Put it this way. You know how I think we played... At the House of Blues, yeah. Remember, I was I, I, I was sick at the time. We played the House of Blues. I yeah. lost my voice. Yeah. You remember when you did Mardi Gras? Yeah. You know how you have the funk. He just had that funk. He had. Was that he a musician? Knack. He 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 was something. <laughs> he was everything, son. He was everything. So is it? Yeah. So I do see Paul. See you see Lars Professor. He taught Paul as a professor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Paul C. Productions. That's what's his last name. name is coming. What's Paul McCasty. Paul C. McCasty. Okay. Incredible, son. Biz, you got any other stories? Like, I, I feel like there's. Go ahead, ask whatever you want. And now, tales from the Latin Quarter. We have been in the Latin Quarter. That... Everybody who comes on the show delivers a Latin Quarter story. You might as well, Biz. Yeah. What's your best one? Best one, Latin Quarter. <laughs> KRS Battle of Melly Mel. Everyone has their version of the story. What happened from like five different vantage points? Someone talked about this. No, 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 no. My best story is Cash Money coming to Latin Quarter and um and um killing it. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Paradise has this. Paradise has this Fila suit on. He had 
I think he wore for like 17 consecutive weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a big-ass silver rope, right? <laughs> you know niggas when he wearing silver. Nigga had a big-ass silver rope, right? <laughs> so check it out. <laughs> so he said, yo, this guy says he's just as, he's better than Jazzy Jeff and blah, 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 blah. Here is cash money. Oh, he uh, set it up uh, like he that. Set him up. Like he a, set him up like a... Uh, five heartbeats. Five heartbeats. Yeah. <laughs> and it's better than the temptation. The Put together. Put together. We shall right? see. So, right? So, they booing. So, so they booing. They booing. Um, they Marvelous. booing cash money at first. No. Just cash money by himself. What? So, cash started. With a, with a piece of president. He started doing top billing. With just two. I'm looking like. So after a while, I already knew Cash Money because I not hang in Philly. Yo, he burnt it down so bad. Everybody wanted to hang with him. He was like yeah. that kid on the block that the only kid that had HBO or Atari. <laughs> And you be asking your mother, could you stay over there? Can I go with your, can I go over Derek House? And he burned it down. That was that was one of my best. And another another story was when um when people used to get robbed. <laughs> okay. Oh, gonna, Thank you for bringing it, this you're up. Do it. You're gonna do it. Aren't you? What 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 is your uh, uh, Haitian Jack story? Haitian Jack was cool with me, but I hear. That the folklore, for those who don't know, I hear that Haitian Jack was the guy that has the most collections of hip hop gold chains. chains. No, it's it's a it's a lot of them like that. You have Haitian Jack, but I heard Haitian Jack is has like you know he has Rakim chain, then Slick Rick chain, and I heard that he had. I don't know about Rakim chain. I'm about to say that's a yeah. Oh, okay. He was Rick, and Rick ain't no Rick will bust you. We know this. <laughs> I was there when that shootout happened in the Bronx at the castle. Hit me. Word is bomb. <laughs> <laughs> and you can ask him. Wait, what happened? Here's what happened. Um, They was outside of the castle. I think he had an argument with What's somebody. What's the castle? The castle, castle? No, the castle was a club in the Bronx. Uh, okay. And I think he was with some guys. And I don't know if they were trying to rob him or whatever. But they were just shooting, like across from car to car. Shit. So wait, you're in this era, and you know you just casually mention the gum. Like at no point is it just with you. Is it like I don't know? They having a shootout, or is no, it just I like? Ran. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Actually, to be honest with you, Biz, when you were on the show, I actually came up with the sound effect just for you. Or <laughs> there you go, there you go. All right, go ahead. yo, I what? They were busting like pow, pow. My man Ralphie got shot in his eye. Dang, shit. And he like this now on. Damn. Damn. How? They had a lot of they had a lot they had a lot of good fights at Latin quarters though. You they had this dude coming from Connecticut. He was muscle bound, had a tank top on. He gonna start talk, dancing with uh, dudes from Brooklyn girls and everything. He's not worried. All of a sudden that record came on. Brothers and sisters, we love brothers and sisters. Pen, pen, 
They they got on him like rope. So they got him like bees. I want I wonder how much money could you get? One of them probably got one piece of one piece of. So you're saying that whenever. Rebel out of the song, the song the moment comes on, on you knew it's time to funky by uh, uh funky by ultramagnetic. Wow, really? <laughs> what? What about uh, <laughs> Ghost Stetson? Yeah, what about oh, Ghost Stetson? Them three records. So you just knew instantly that when those records come on, like somebody tuck your chain. Yeah, done. Someone ever try to get you for your chain? Nah, I used to hang with them. Oh, I used to get them in. So your approach was befriend them or else. But I was friends with them before records, so. Oh, gotcha. So I'm, you know, I'm with them. I used to borrow money off them and stuff. Like the real Fifty Cent, mm. the real Fifty Cent, the real Fifty Cent from Brooklyn. She'd stick up armor card in the daytime and all that. Jeez. I mean, and you weren't afraid of. If we friends, I mean, you, you got people around your way that's gangster. I have you no ain't... friends. No. I'm <laughs> No, you don't have people that's gangster that you, you know. Lie is, yes. I, pro- I, I, I put it on the show. It's me. Yeah. Lie is the gangster. Who want war? <laughs> no, I'm talking about these are real gangsters. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he just bypassed you. Not people with their toes out. You real gangsters. <laughs> Better to kick you in your. With Timberlands and stuff <laughs> on. <laughs> these was real gangsters. Supreme, all of them was real gangsters. Wow, man. So, uh, wait, can I ask, how many uh, uh, Dapper Dan outfits do you have? And what was the, get, copying a, dop, a Dapper Dan outfit, how long would it take from measuring to here's your outfit? Well, I used to hang with Dap, so about half. Half a year, half, half a, a half hour. Really? Wow. Wait, what? Uh, wait, what? You, from the league. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Br- I can bring him. I can bring him. I can call him right now. No, I have, a, I, have a, I have a dapper damn jacket. He he made me one. But but it takes a half hour. I'm thinking. No, like, you said measurements. No, but like, how long would it take from like for him you, to make the suit? Yeah, how long would it take from to make it? About a day or two. Wow. Because even That's googling good, you, yeah. you have some ill dapper Dan stuff. I've never seen nobody. You know, we gotta say who dapper Dan is. Hook me up. I used, to, I used to sit out there. I was out there when Mitch Green got. Punched by Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson, Mitch Blood Green. You were Google there. It. I was sitting right Google there with my with, uh, with Dappenham. You were there when sitting with him. It was early in the morning. Bow. <laughs> so Mitch Green came for our for our Laiites out there that don't know. <laughs> Come on, know. man. You know I know who Dapper Dan is. No, all right. Well, who's Dapper Dan and uh, Laia? The. Yeah, the exactly. man who designed all the outfits with the MCM, the Fendi, and yes. that MCM and Fendi ain't know about. Yes. For everybody. That's yeah. He used to do me pajamas and everything. Uh, yeah, I've seen. <laughs> I feel like you have more crazier Dapper Dan stuff than ever. Where is that oh, stuff geez. now? Is it in I storage? It's next to that beat machine that you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> where do you keep your Where do you keep your artifacts? Like Who preserves your artifacts? I play with them most of the time. Oh, so you actually collect your artifacts. Yeah, I touch my joints. And... I play. So wait, the artifacts? All my Johnny Lightning cards, my AFX, everything. But is that in a different place than the throwbacks? Like, because you got different collections of different things. Cause, so how- I got my house next to me, and then I got my house. Wow. This is Merlin, Goals. Right? Yeah. When did you move to Merlin? 94, 95. 
Wait, what part of not Baltimore? No. Hell no. <laughs> I mean, I love Baltimore, but boy. Okay. I have a question, um, Biz. It's a little off topic, but um, every topic's on topic. What's uh, what's your favorite record store in uh, in New York, or and and also like what's your favorite record store in the world? There's like a couple. They used to have a store in, in Phoenix called Prickly Pear. Okay. And they had A One Record Finders in uh, L.A. Okay. When it Do was you- on Larchmount. For the amount of records you own, is it now just to the point where it's like, I own them? Or for you, is it like, yo, I'm going to make some of the funkiest records ever? Or is it trade off to something else? Or is it, you just want to live and, and listen to his, like you, like, do you utilize the stuff you collect? Now, I'll, I'll admit Maybe in the past ten years, I've just been collecting and collecting and hoarding. Without even, it's to the point now where I won't even open the boxes that get shipped to my my spots. Because yeah, but I, I look through some stuff to make sure they're in there. You know, you might buy something and it's from across seas, and you get it, and it might be a brick in there. <laughs> <laughs> I open them and make sure things is in there. So, but I did that with my forty five. So you know what I mean. So are you are are you more infatuated with the the record or the music that's on the record you know what i mean like as a do you collect the the records because of your love for all the you know the artwork and this that and the other thing or the music that's on it the the sound you know if you buy an album that you've never seen like do you got white orange no what's white orange it's an album Look it up. Lai is <laughs> loving this shit. I <laughs> look it up. I just Don't like how it stumped like him. I mean, I could have told you from the gate, Lai, that he will name like 20 things that I will automatically have it wow. no yeah. to. I mean, look, you he's looking it up right now. You know I'm not mad. It should be Swedish, an album. Swedish Jazz Fusion Group? Yeah, it should be a, um, Steve, it should be a white orange on it. No, what is it? A Swedish Jazz Fusion Group. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I have. Yeah. Let me see the cover. Let me see the it's cover. It's a white orange. So, <laughs> it's a white orange, yeah. I do. I never seen that shit. What year is that from? Uh, Nineteen eighty. What? Label? All right. So, what about it? I just like the, the way they play on there. They play different than anybody else. The sounds is incredible. Hook me up, Biz. I got you, son. I'm giving you. The, I'm dropping jewels. I'm giving you names. <laughs> <laughs> Be real, God. Nobody <laughs> never know what that is. So at this point, you got every record that you want, though, right? Is it, is it one? Yeah, that you... I mean, right now, I mean, you can never have every record you want, but I'm close. I'm like ninety nine point nine. What are yeah, you, what looking, you looking, looking for yeah. that you do not have? Like, what are you? What's your holy grail? I gotta get this record. Um, it's a forty five. It's the Sony Walkman commercial. On forty five. What? I got one. I'm just looking for another one. It's the Beatles. If you notice, this is probably the episode wow. of Questless Supreme that I've done the least sound effects on. It just stumps even me to even. What are you looking for? I don't know what I'm looking for. You know what, Biz? I'd be honest with you. I think I'm satisfied. Point, you guys, you guys are slowly trying to lure me into this 45 hole that I get. I think I understand it, um, but if I'm honest, I think I'm trying to resist it. 
what's her name's trying to pull me into it? Um, Natasha. Yeah, Natasha Diggs is really trying to lure me into this forty-five uh, sunken place that I don't know if I because the thing is, is that when I when I commit to when I when I commit to collecting, I go super hard on it, and I think I'm at the place now where I'm like. I'm satisfied, but 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 the thing is now I do I do uh, multi tracks multi tracks stems. We all did, remember? <laughs> Shut up, Biz. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm going to talk to you after this over. No, I'm not. <laughs> I just want mixes. I don't care about all that other stuff. Look, I'm, I'm just saying uh, that. What are you trying to get? So y'all, is a trade going on that we don't know about? I give you come on. We always the thing is ever since I known Quest, we always talked about this. Here's stuff. the thing. What does he want? Uh, he want Here's what the thing. Want? What one item can you talk about that you know that you're not allowed to talk about as far as you owning something? I mean, I I see that's the thing. You I feel like there's basic level, basic pedestrian level collecting, like Funky Drummer 45 or something real super obvious. That's where I am. Then there's... uh, Are you you talking about multi-tracks or are you talking about records? No, no, no. I'm just saying in general. Like people have general pedestrian collector stuff that's, you know, fair, you know, everyone has. And then there's advanced level stuff that, you know, that you might have to go to this particular country to get this... specific mix and then there's the 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 third rail level of like you know you have some shit that someone gave you in secret but you can't share it with the world ever and it's like frankie beverly you got that (laughs) (laughs) what frankie beverly records multi-track what? Which which joint? Which joints? Was of I course you going to say before pay. I let go. Multi track. I'm the wedding for his son. The black but national Does anthem. he own his own multi tracks? BC oh. Boys is at Capital. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Am I making this up or something? Uh, <laughs> nah, in the '90s, I mean, but that's a, that's another story for another mm. day. But keep going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another thing I got from somebody is between us. Well, wait, we're on the air. I know you say I was here. They can't find it. Blues and pants, forty-five. Really? No such thing. I'll show you the picture. Blues and oh, pants. What's oh, that? Now, what oh. is this? Wait, what oh, country? What country? <laughs> It don't matter what country. Is it the record? It's not an American pressing. It don't matter. It's the record. <laughs> okay. All right. Blues and pants. What is this? What this is, is the James Brown. Okay. Got you. It was nine minutes. I never knew there was. It was a single. Damn. I show. You. Quest, you still you got okay? the same number, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a picture. Hey, Biz. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a picture. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Do you have like every CTI record? He will yeah, say yes. I got a lot of them. Yeah, I, so got, I got most of them. There's one that's sort of the Holy Grail CTI record that I'm trying to find. Um, <laughs> He's going to say yes. He's You're gonna never going to see it. It's called It's called Stonebone by J and K. J J. Uh, I gotta look through my stuff. I think I got it. Yeah. The two trombone player guys. Uh, I think I got it. 
It's like, yeah, I think it was Japan only or something you like got, that. You got Dune on there? David Matthews? I got Dune. You got Dune? Yeah. You got Bob James 145. You got Wislero on one side and Nautilus. Yeah. I have a tenant. <laughs> I have a I have a tenant of Nautilus. Uh like not a twelve inch, but a, a ten inch. Ten inch, EP. yeah, I know the ten inches. Yeah, I think I have a ten inch of Nautilus. Uh, For those listening, this is like the OK Corral standoff of record players. <laughs> <type. laughs> like, like it's, they're staring. There's so anyway, much. I got it's amazing. One. Hold up, hold up. Uh, 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 I got another one. Uh, got another gun. <laughs> real, real. <laughs> Real. I've yet to brag okay. on anything I have. I'm just saying. Money bars you anything right now, but Ashley Droach clip. Woo! On the, a real, real, real label. Oh, a, a non <laughs> Chuck Brown. I got it from Chuck Brown. Used to live down the block from me before he passed. <laughs> Original, like I said, no, non, non Sussex record, none. No, that's Sauce. Ashley's wrote. I have Ashley's wrote clip when they were on a uh, Sauce. No, uh, you uh, bet you a dot thousand dollars. You was on Sauce. Fizz. No, no, you're right. You right. Russell loses on that. Russell no, 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 loses on Sauce. I made a mistake. It's on Sussex. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Clarence Avon's label. Yes. Yeah. I don't have the 45. I don't believe it. <laughs> All right. You know, I'm so exhausted. Roach I know. You're exhausted. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Paid in full break. Just so. Hold on. Hold on. I got to see even better. I got to see even better. You like it too on a real 12 inch and 45. What? Come on, Biz. No. You like it too. <laughs> what song was it? It's, it's uh, Funkadelic. Uh, uh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm, Look it up. I'm, I know. <laughs> Look it up 12 inch right now. This, Look it up right now. This I'm, yo. You like it too. Straight up. <laughs> Look up for it, 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 it got a picture cover. For those that are listening <laughs> and hearing me stumped and all this shit, it's <laughs> awesome. All this kryptonite. Look, uh, I'm going to tell y'all. Look it up. Let Look me tell up. y'all something. Uh, wait, hold on. 12 inch. I got to get my powers back. From we're Germany. Gonna, we're going to do round two of From this. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is, is how you get your powers This is how I'm going to get my power back. Hold up, hold up, hold up, sir. Yeah, yeah, Biz, yeah. am it's I a, making it up? No, it's a real. It's from Germany. Come on, son. Okay. You. Biz, what's this? Oh, that's uh, easy. I'm going to make it real fuck up for you. All right. War. Heartbeat war. And I got 45. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, keep going. Next. Oh, it's a misdemeanor. Foster Silvers. Mr. Uh, Meena. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I don't know that one. I know what it is, but I can't. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. Oh, that's oh, funky. Okay. I know. Uh, that's funky. All right, that's if there's a will, there's a way by Don Covey. Okay. All right. Next. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, I forgot that. Nope. It, it's not. Ah, see, <laughs> at first I was going to pick the song you thought I was going to okay. do, and I was like, "No, nah, you got me with that. You got so me." So let me find that same ad lib in another song. Me. Is this singing in the morning? Yeah, singing in the morning. <laughs> that's funky. Oh, I play singing in the morning. All right, I'll do one humble brag. Oh, wait. And now, a humble brat. <laughs> wait, 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 is that what I think it is? Basically, it's Questlove Supreme. <laughs> 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 
No, I'm not even going to play for it. Okay. Biz, yeah. do you have funky worm stems? Do I got funky worm? I think I do. The stems, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you talking about the proteins, right? The stems. I think yeah. I got funky worm. Ohio players. Yes. I think I do. Damn it. I got to look. I think I do. I think that's, everybody got that, I think. No. no. Oh, wow. salt. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm talking about the real heavy hitters. Oh, I think BZ Boys had that first. It's like a salt mine. No. You, know about, you got a special relationship with Armand and his son. Look, look, you about. Oh, wow. No, not no. the forty-five with the with the with, like the, two, per, the with the, the cut and paste. And that that funky defensive. Yes, you, you're talking about the rear forty-five where they put. The, you the try to play moves, smart yeah. on. T- I hate when they do that. Uh, wait, one of the one of the uh, side note, Adila side note. One one of the <laughs> one of the greatest games of, of 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 who's on first between Dylan and I was when we were clearing uh, the samples for the light. Oh, he, he tried like, to say Funky Worm. He's like, and Funky Worm by how players. I'm like, that's not Funky Worm. He's like, yeah, it's Funky Worm. I'm like, that's not Funky Worm. That's you getting be too smart. And no, then they fun- got two dip. Both of them got the break on the yeah. right, but sound and break. Dilla didn't realize that at the time. So when I finally got to Detroit and he played the 45 for me, like we were short of like, yo, I bet you five hundred dollars. And then he played it. And I was like, holy shit! And yeah, then they I got, realized they got, both of them got them. Yeah. Right, so Troy Emeralds and uh and uh, Ohio, Ohio players, players, yeah. But that's the sound, same sound and stuff. But I still consider that you know Detroit Emeralds and not you know. Nah, they two different records. Yeah, but they took it from Detroit Emeralds. I don't know who they took it from. I know it's on the record. But when you listen to Detroit Emeralds <laughs> yeah. break, it it's, still it's, stays it's, that it's, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just took it. Anyway, <laughs> this is your last one. Oh man! Easy. Oh, that's man. Well. Uh, oh really? All oh, you motherfuckers are experts now. <laughs> I knew that. You got an opinion on paper? Yeah. I didn't say shit. That's Laurel. Mellow, mellow, yeah. right on. Yeah, yeah that's a distinctive bass sound. They played that too, so because I, I think I had thought I had known that. The only one who didn't say anything. Next. <laughs> now go, you're not going, oh yeah, we play. Okay. Yes, this is. Oh, I'm sorry. I played the. I said Laurel. Mellow, mellow by Laurel. Tell Laurel. Next. Is that ain't no love? In Harder City. I don't know. Sound like a yeah. I don't know. Oh, oh wow. Mort Stevens and his orchestra from uh it's called the Long Wait. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's part of the Hawaii Five O uh soundtrack. Alright, here's your last one, Biz. Oh, mm. I know what that is. That's uh I got the I got the record. I got the forty five. No, I got the albums. I got the albums. Yeah, uh, Jay Z used it. Eddie Henderson inside you. I got the record. Is there any <laughs> question of? I mean, we could just play who got what. And, <laughs> did we? It's real fun wait, to watch. Did we learn anything? Wait, let's let's, let's just fast forward to the end. Fonte, what did you learn today? Man, Because if we didn't learn something, we got to ask Biz. We got to do a second go around. Man, what Biz did you learn? is like, dude, like he's like the master collector of like everybody. And like any record that you want to know is like he got. I feel like there's a question that we're forgetting to ask. It's going to be like Captain Obvious once. Oh, okay. I <laughs> found I forgot, it. I forgot to ask about Yo Gabba Gabba. Yeah. But go ahead. Oh. What did you learn? Uh, 
Uh, I, I learned that I could listen to Biz Marquee talk for many hours if I had to. <laughs> and I'm totally fine with that. Matter of fact, while we're at it, give but us let's another... talk about children's music. Yes. <laughs> I know about that, and so does yes. he. So yeah, how did you how did you get involved with the Yo Gabba Gabba camp? What happened with Yo Gabba Gabba? Um, they asked me to come in to do the dancey dance, but the night before I DJed in L.A. and you know you standing up for like five six hours, mm-hmm. you tired. So I was lazy, and so I just said, "Yo, Christian, why don't um, I make a why don't teach the kids how to do the beatbox?" I named it Biz Beater today, and then we did it. They put that on the um on the pilot, and then they got an overwhelming response, and they put me down. That's so dope. Man. Yo, how are we- Are they still actively shooting stuff, or- They in a, they arguing with- Oh, because the, the money- You mentioned earlier about like, Yo Gabba Gabba getting you all the way- Well, not getting you to Japan, but getting you to the techniques to get the special uh, turntable. Yeah, because anybody wants to give make their kids happy. That's what I was going to ask you. How many opportunities has that opened up for you in a different way that you never would have thought being on a kid's show- Open up this door. It got me them turntables. <laughs> I think she meant more career goals and kids knowing you, not just yeah. you acquiring the turntables. I mean them turntables. No, I always I play know, with I mean, kids. I love kids anywhere. Yeah, I, I always just even just sitting here listening to you talk. Like you're a walking like cartoon character. Is that have you ever done any of that or had any opportunities? I to did do some SpongeBob stuff? once. Um, I did a couple of things. But, you know, I'm I'm musically driven, so. What was it like doing Men in Black? Like, I I saw the the premiere uh, screening of it, and I'll say that you got a bigger response mm-hmm. than Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. You did? Because mm-hmm. when Michael Jackson was shocked, like, oh, he in it? Mm-hmm. But when they saw Biz, like, the whole audience was, woo, like, you know. like they- What happened was Jeff wasn't going out with Will at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was doing all them albums and Hidden Beach. And right, right. So Jeff said, Jeff and Will said, yo, why don't you be the DJ? So I started going out with Will. So I was hanging around. I hung around the set one time. And Tommy Lee and said, yo, why don't you get your man to do the beatbox? And you all talk together and and that'll be a scene. Wow. Damn. I said, thank you, Will. <laughs> they the greatest. Jeff is the greatest. Yes, he is. I love him. That's my brother. I'll take a bullet for him. What's the craziest evolution you've seen? Because a lot of the folks that you came up with, just like you, have evolved crazy. Like, But like looking at Will, Jeff, looking at so many, Latifah, like who Tifa. have you looked at and went like, shit, I just would have never, but just dope. Flash. Mm-hmm. Just that, I mean, just think of the records he found. Would hip hop be like that if he wasn't there? True. Not even. I mean, Bambada's Bambada, Theodore's Theodore, but Flash. So Flash is at the top of the pinnacle for you, as far as Flash, Flash, and the L Brothers, and just think about it. We all eaten. I mean, the, you you play. Well, but I'm just no, saying. I'm, I mean too. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Wait, you mentioned the L Brothers. What crew from back in the day? Who I mean, who's the ultramagnetic from back in the day that are like pioneers that will not get the due credit? I'm talking from the original era because you always hear about hey, Cold Crush Brothers and the Funky Four Plus One. 
like they always name these crew, but who's that one crew that had like ill routines, ill techniques that didn't get their just due? I mean, even though they had records, Master Don, Crash Crew. I they had boilers, dog, but everybody crew. forgot them. First rhyme I ever bit. I hate that I'm not a real MC to be like first rhyme I ever wrote. All my shit is first, first rhyme, rhyme I ever bit. That pull into the bumper joint. Yo, that dude. first uh, speed rap. Talk about it if I can think about it. Oh yeah, no, 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 uh, the crash is three too. Yeah, this, it's just the point of I'm just happy to still be alive to watch what's going on. Come on, y'all the roots. Think but about you biz. It. No, no, no. This, this is what I'm going to right tell you. You DJed at the White House. Don't Listen, to, forget, I mean, forget <laughs> me. Later. <laughs> Yo, the first time, wait, this is a funny story for you. The, um, so we're at, I forget what event it was that was, no, no, no. The, 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 the first time I went to the White House Correspondents Dinner. Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was begging to be the DJ. And they were like, no, we can't because, you know, we got biz. And I was like, come on, man. So biz is spinning, and he puts this record on I never heard before I and as a DJ. And I'm looking, and suddenly he puts this record on. And I swear, it's like, you remember the scene? Right, I'm giving an old reference, but this is the only way I could describe it. You know, it was like three o'clock, and the Brown Hornet comes on, and like <laughs> oh, God. all of them. But you know you remember Fonte. I'll explain it. Everyone just stopped what they were doing and instantly ran to the dance floor to start doing the wobble. Oh, wow. At the White House Correspondents Dinner. But it was like Rachel Maddow. It was like... (laughs) The white wobble. Like, (laughs) no, it was like white people doing... Like, stop. And I didn't know it. Even like Torre was like leading this line. And I never heard the record before. I'm like, wait, what, what's this? And Von Biz looking like, you never heard of the wobble? <laughs> oh, they were playing the wobble, and you had never heard of the okay, right? Yeah, okay. It, was, it was like maybe maybe two months old, and I just wasn't on it. Okay. But I give you that. I was but Rachel just like, Maddow knew it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'll take it away. Take it back. I and I was like, well, is this some DC shit or whatever? Because at the rate where Torre knew the dance. And I was like, damn, I'm fucked up in the game. Yeah, the like, wobble, it goes like every fan reunion, every wedding reception. Wobble I still don't know how to stink you. And Cupid Shuffle, yeah, those line dance, like black folk Electric love line dances. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you're right. It starts South and Midwest. So yeah, you might not have gotten But I was long, just throwing off that the, the, the attendees of the White House correspondents, <laughs> like, not only knew the dance, but, like, stopped Couldn't wait to do the dance. everything. <laughs> It's like, oh, Man, President Obama is so nice months. to be. Oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a crazy old moment. Uh, you cut off business compliment. I just want everybody to know this is what question. I, I hate compliments. He, he want to hear yeah, that. He would see you. I hate compliments. Just... I'll take a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what did you, what did you learn today, Steve? <laughs> what did you learn? I learned uh, that he's better than you. <laughs> 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 pretty much. <laughs> 
in a lot of ways. <laughs> Sugar Steve for the win. Oh, shit. Now, I, I have one more question, though. There's this um, CTI put out a, brief, a briefcase. I got the briefcase. It looked like a lot. Hold on a second. You healed Steve. No, no, yeah. I, Wait, I, ladies and gentlemen, Steve, Steve has been he set up. under medical repair. <laughs> Steve, um, it, it looked like Louis Vuitton. Steve, yeah. Uh-huh. You have that? Steve. You have, wait, did you he say two? You. Two or true? What are you saying? Two. <laughs> you got two. Uno, dos. <laughs> the Bob James joint came in, came in that too, right? With a yeah. bunch of, okay, I've been scouring, like. Even I couldn't find that for Steven. I've been looking for yo, that's uh, Yeah, it's very, like, it's, first of all, not a lot of people know about it. And second of all, they they must have made, like, ten of them or some shit because they're they're not around. Like, they, you can't find. You, you got to think, we're in 2017. A lot of things ain't going to be around. Yeah, but you can't, it's not, it's not. You got to think, if you were shopping for records in the 80s and the 90s, everything was around. This came out in we're, 1980 is when yeah. they put that. Put the, but it was like, it was a promotional thing. It, where like you I got it from I, I stole it from the um, radio, I stole it from BLS. <laughs> What's that? Wow. <laughs> they had WWRL and BLS up there. What, so when what I is took that? it, they said we don't oh, care about that. You are so not black. WBLS. I love it. Oh, you yeah. took it from a radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Both of them from the radio station. Steve hasn't been this excited yeah. ever. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> and it's funny. There's always in every hip hop producer's story. There's Can always... we trade? Hold on a second. Can we trade <laughs> something? Here's my phone. Take this headphone station. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's firstborn. You, you take it. There's, there's, there's always a radio station that you've rated. Uh, All them colleges that the oh, music yeah. played mm-hmm. always has that one intern that I was super nice to <laughs> that was just like, mm, I don't care about these records. You can go through them. And I the best time to get the records was 88. Because yeah. it was the transition period to the CDs. I was, yeah. wow. I was like, good. Business sucking his thumb. Y'all should know that business sucking his thumb. Well, just let's. Well, I mean, Steve's been in quite a, a, a pain at, for this episode, but the Damn, second or his whole life, the second that Biz Mickey mentioned <laughs> that briefcase. It, it was like Lazarus, like you came. <laughs> you came to life. You. Yo, you remember uh, another old reference when Marty McFly came to life once his parents kissed at the jam and <laughs> oh, totally. dance. Earth Angel, Earth Angel, oh, and he man. <laughs> <laughs> and he started playing. <laughs> that was deep. All right, uh, Boss Bill, what did you learn? You learned that this episode is going a half hour overboard. <laughs> no, oh, I, 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 I took lo- too long. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. I, I, I kind of want to co-sign what Steve said. I, I, I've been shopping record for records with you. I think I want to go with Biz next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the case. Wow, that's dope. Do you still go record shopping? Oh, let me see it. Nah. Exactly. It's. He said he almost, he got ninety nine point nine percent of everything that he wants. It um right okay. Come on, Quest. Even if you come out and make a case to DJ Wood, what records you really looking for that you got to find right now? I'm telling you, Biz, I think I'm satisfied. I, I'm i good. I'm good. Yes, I have, I have about 100,000 records, and I'll say that of those 100,000, I know that at least a good 900 are like ultra, ultra special. I mean, the rest is like, you know, do I really need... All the high energy records from Motown. <laughs> no. How many like, copies of Whitney? Oh, hey, uh, do I need like Dance All Night by the Barge? Yeah. No. On, on people, do you got a show enough? 
I know I have every people record ever. You got show enough. Show enough. Ooh, he don't. I mean, I'm not gonna show enough. Yeah. Oh, sweet side of the wicket. You got the forty five. Oh, show enough. I love you. You got the forty five. The Justin Timberlake joint. Do you have the forty five? Um, I own it. How do I own it? You own the forty five. <laughs> I do not have a forty five. I think no. There's not a right. I know I own Show Enough. Once Justin told me that record for Suit and Tie. Suit and Tie. I knew the record when I heard it. Yeah. Yes, I own that record. I don't know which configuration I own it. I got two forty-five. But I know. One I know is Alan the red, Leeds. Uh, people. One is the uh, purple people. He got two. There's a wait. There's a white. There's a white label. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I do own. There's a red one too. Thank you, Jesus. I, did I yes. just tell you? A red and a, they got a oh, purple. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear the red one. Yes, I no. I have a white label. Show enough. But also, you know, I cheat because. I know Alan Leeds, so literally, <laughs> he's just giving me all okay. this James Brown overages. Do you got champ? You know, champ. Mohawks. Mohawks yeah. I have that on album. I don't have a 45. You got on Atlantic Records? What? Nay. No. <laughs> Steve mad at you, From man. From the Steve. Wait, Steve is still mad. <laughs> we are all very, very disappointed. <laughs> Look, motherfucker. All right, go ahead, Lightyear. What you learn, man? Oh, yeah. I learned, I learned that a mind that's never been polluted by weed is a powerful thing. You know? And Biz, your memory is like fucking remarkable. I hope. There's no book, Biz? They want me to do a book, but. But what? What's wrong? I'm still singing, so, you know, ain't no unsung yet. No, you ain't got to do an unsung. You write a book. People a lot, Russell write books like every two years, so. You, one you thing you got to think one more time. Uh, Go ahead. Quest, you got to think. Back then, if you get money. And you go to a record shop and you give them a you give them a, a fifty, they let you look through anything. Take you to the back. They take you to, take the, you back, to the back. Go underneath. Yep. Okay, what your way? I knew Val Shively. You know that, right? Fucking real. Yes. He's let me go in the basement, go to his house, and everything. I would never get past the letter D. Uh, Val Shively is the yeah. guy that was like mean to us, and then he found out who my dad was, and was like. Welcome to my store. <laughs> Offer me a job. <laughs> no, I don't want it. Um, all right. So, th- all right. This is what I'm proposing. And this is what you don't know, Biz. All right. So, I'll say for the last four months, me and practically all the heavyweights in hip-hop production from Pete to Primo to yeah. J. Cole to, to Ninth Wonder to Just Blaze to, uh, uh, I'm forgetting uh, Knots Knots to uh, Virginia um, yeah. DJ, Harrison. DJ Harrison DJ Harrison The Stro Elliott Everyone Jeremy Ellis Everybody's in this This tip Swiss Beats Alright So I started a thread And we dubbed ourselves We're like a brotherhood Of 19 cats And we dubbed ourselves Ask Vaughn <laughs> Get out of here No That I, literally, the the Rashad the, in it too. Yes, Rashad's in when it. When we can catch him. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, Peanut Butter Wolf is talking right now. L- literally, I'm on with like all 22 of them. With Ask Ron. Re- Wait, okay. He says, "Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> this is the last question I'm gonna ask you. <laughs> they, I'm, I'm proposing a special biz episode." Of 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 Questlove Supreme, in which, if I can coordinate the twelve Ask One uh, East Coast members to do the show, where they literally 
grill biz on <laughs> all the stories because they're still like, Doom. and I'm telling them like, yo, he really does have this 45. Okay, here's your final story, biz. You have to ask biz. This is from Rashad Smith. About the Luther Vandross. Okay. What? what? About the... <laughs> give me the phone. Give me the phone. I know, I'll read it. I'll read it. I know the story. I know the story. Wait, let me read it. Let me read it. You got to actually read it, though. Yes. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm laughing. <laughs> I can't have a sense of humor on my own goddamn radio show. All right. Rashad Smith says, you have to ask Biz about the Luther Vandross Madison Square Garden story on how he got a beep from Luther to come to beatbox for him on stage at the Garden. True or false? True. That was when I had just a friend out. Uh, And we was both represented by Burt Bedell. Ah, So Burt Bedell was the one that asked me, yo, yo, get up there, you know, if you get up there with Luther, you know you get some of his fans and this Mm -hmm. and that. Do did you, did you, y'all do something together? Well, I just did the. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to answer that question. Cash and Burt Fidel. Ladies and gentlemen, you can look that up. I can't look it up. I mean, you know I'm I, saying, look and see if that B and uh, Luther Vandross was both represented by Burt Fidel. I. Or you looking it up right now? No. Burt, no, he no. was an accountant, right? Burt was, he was yeah. an accountant, yeah. Okay, but if I can organize and ask Juan session, yeah, I'd take them all on. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you pull off this. I got this. You got to get him on video saying that so you can put it in the group. I yes. will take all of y'all motherfuckers. And yes. I, hold on, hold on, and I put them on. I get in the group too. Oh my god! Oh, you ain't got to work to. Ben's got to work to get in the group. I mean, the, the, you can only hold 22 people, and we accidentally had to boot Diplo off the... Off the <laughs> accidentally. 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 Yeah. Space I supposedly. Anyway, all right, so Biz, <laughs> I have you on video right now. You, so you're saying to the Ask Ron crew that they're allowed to come and grill you about- Whenever you want to. I'm going to grill y'all back, too. No fear. Leave your feelings at the door. I'll tell you, you got on the hip-hop starter kit. And Rashad, I know I got stories about him, too. And I remember when Q-Tip used to be in high school at Mary Bertram. I know all that. All right. So it's going to be like the Battle Royal scene. This is all Ladies and gentlemen, this is a very special, <laughs> a special, special, uh, special <laughs> episode of Biz Marquis, uh Questlove Supreme, only on Pandora. On behalf of Sugar Steve and uh, Fontigolo and uh, Boss Bill, and you going to have Biz on Sesame Street one day? Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. He's, he's the new Joe Raposo right there. Yes. Except. I always wanted to go on Sesame Street. Oh, oh this, about to Dude, this is part of our new idea. Our five people idea. This is all right. All right, biz is down and uh, unpaid bill. I'm not paid. I'm not paid. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, you're paid. Yeah, well paid bill <laughs> and unpaid bill. And Margaret, my the opposite. Hey, did I do I? <laughs> yes, you did awesome, Biz. You thank you, thank you, Biz. Fantastic. Thank you, Biz. Thank you for your time. For acting on thank me. You. Sure? Yes, you did awesome. And just to uh, wash us away from our sins, I'll just do one. Uh... I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm playing, Biz. I'm playing. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Coming. All right. 
What's Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.